0: Let's head overseas. On the Ground, bringing you stories from every corner of the globe on Times Radio. On the Ground is where we speak to correspondents from around the world about the stories making headlines on their patch. And today we're in Mexico with our regular voice from Central America, John Bonfilio. John, welcome back. Always great to have you. And especially when there's good news in the offing, like Mexico's first female president, potentially. Is that good news? Is it likely to happen?
1: It is, as things uh, stand good afternoon, Mariela. it it is likely to happen. It is the most likely outcome. I mean, uh, she she has just recently resigned as mayor of uh, Mexico City, and she is officially now in the running for the presidency. And she said that she wants to be the first woman in the history of Mexico to lead the destinies of the nation. And I think it's not just a gender story, because she is a really interesting figure with an unusual background. I mean, First off, she's an academic. That's her background. She's a scientist. She's an environmentalist. That's her formation. And in fact, I guess the fusion between environmentalism, science and politics for her happened in the early 2000s when she headed up the environmental department in Mexico City under the then Andres Manuel López Obrador uh, mayorality, because he was mayor of Mexico City at the time. And remarkably, for the first time since Mexico City had has had such problems in terms of quality of life and pollution and and so on for the last two or three generations, oversaw a direct reduction in pollution and a transition in Mexico City to a safer, I guess, more humane space. Uh, Secondly, she very much comes from a social activist background. Her parents were very active in the seminal student movement of 1968. And, of course, here in a society which is still very male-dominated, she is an avowed, uh, self-declared, feminist, which also still ruffles feathers. I mean, she refers to herself as a social feminist seeking change from within, but she's really definitely not, you know, a standard, um, I guess, a standard candidate. And the reason why she's doing so well, I think, is partly because, of course, her tenure in Mexico City over the last few years has been uh, almost universally regarded as a, as a success. Um, and also she sort of heralds, I guess, a continuation of the Under Manuel Lopez Obrador project, because he goes out of this of his single six-year term on amazing 60% approval rating. So the nation, I mean, whoever wins the uh, the candidacy, uh, the party Morena is undoubtedly, you know, unless something very very surprising happens, going to win the next election next year.
0: Why, why has Obrador got such incredible approval ratings? Because the news that we read from Mexico is often uh, about, you know, incredible violence, drug barons still reigning. You know, it, it doesn't sound like a, a country moving forward. It sounds like a country often mired in a, in a really difficult past.
1: I mean, it really is. But I think people recognize that this, that this story that the cartels and the violence is not uh, an AMLO-caused uh, situation that he is an inheritor of this, and he, he's tried to change the policy on it, but this goes way back to uh, you know, to the early 2000s. Interestingly, a lot of the critical voices which directly target him as being to blame are actually the voices of the old uh, parties, of the elite, if you like, and that's the first reason why he is, continues to be incredibly successful, because he is not of the old elite. He is a working-class boy uh, from Tabasco. He's pulled himself up. Uh, By the bootstraps, and as a result, it's not going to surprise you to realize that uh, or to know that fundamental to his agenda is reform and social justice, to the extent that he continually uses the language of the revolution and, in fact, has has referred to his tenure as being the fourth transformation of Mexico, the previous three being the War of Independence, the Reform War, and the Revolution. So this is the sort of language that it's all couched in. Uh, and which, which sort of drives, uh, I guess, a ground for sort an of improvement of, uh, of, uh, of social justice at the heart of his project. And that generates, not only does it generate huge support, it's also a marked difference from almost every other presidency that we've seen in the last 20 years.
0: Uh, well, meanwhile, next door in Peru, they already have a female president, but that's uh, been cause for friction rather than uh, emollient uh, when it comes to the relations between Peru and Mexico at the moment.
1: Yeah, as uh, uh, you say, Dina Boloarte, first female had of state in Peru, but perhaps, you know, in different circumstances, conflictive circumstances. Uh, this spat between this ongoing spat between Mexico and Peru goes back to the end of last year and the removal and the jailing of the leftist Pedro Castillo, which Amlo, an ally, an ally, a leftist ally, decried as unconstitutional. Also worth remembering that Amlo had provided and has a history of providing um, asylum for leftist dissidents and presidents, and he had previously done so for Evo Morales after the Bolivian coup attempt. Uh, he's actually said, as long as there is no democracy, there can be no economic or trade relations with uh, with Peru. So this has resulted in an ongoing diplomatic uh, tit-for-tat and expulsion of ambassadors, which Dina Boluarte has come back with and said is uh, fundamentally a meddling in internal affairs. Also big news now because... Uh, there were widespread uh, demonstrations, uprising riots in Peru at the end of last year, which resulted in dozens of dead. And so as a as good word that you used before, Mariela, as an emollient of those um, of that situation, she brought the election towards to 2024, but only in the last couple of days has gone back and said that she is now going to serve her full term. So cue more demonstrations um, and problems on the streets of Peru, I think, over the course of the next few days and weeks.
0: And then just finally i imagine dominating the headlines in mexico is perhaps the fact that climate change is generating alopecia in mexico seals Uh, can you elaborate on that rather curious story well not seals sea lions i presume
1: yeah actually it's the fur seal which is uh which i didn't know before this story came up but is a variant of the sea lion and is not it's a different line to the seal. but this takes place in mexico's uh, northwest in the baja california uh, peninsula where these, uh, these fur seals are suffering from alopecia. Generally, alopecia is regarded as being related to an infection of mites, uh, an attack from fungi, bacteria. But uh, studies that scientists undertook uh, on these fur seals revealed no trace. Um, so the first theory, given that they live in an excessively heated body of water now, to climate change of course um, is that warming temperatures caused this hair loss but the second now amended theory is that warming has affected the food chain and generated a lack of critical nutrients to, to the seal whatever the truth of it everyone agrees that uh, fundamentally uh, this is being caused by external environmental uh, factors these are seals that actually were on the brink of extinction 100 years ago and a priority species for, for conservation and I guess more broadly I mean we go back to the Claudia Scheinbrunn story uh there is not really that much of a debate in mexico about climate change and the onset of climate change and so uh in and around this first deal story uh there is a, there is an acceptance of you know there's no general debate or conflict around what it is that's causing it and Claudia and has herself served as an expert on the un intergovernmental panel on climate change and um uh sorry, street dog frenzy, apparently, outside. Um, And, uh, yeah, so there's no general debate as to the veracity of what's taking place in in a global sense.
0: Well, maybe we'll talk street dogs next time we chat, but for today, I'm really grateful to you for joining me. Thank you, John Bonfilio, giving us that fascinating report on the ground from Mexico.